Welcome to the podcast of Azel Christian Church. We are a Disciples of Christ church community in Azel, Texas. We invite everyone to be who you are with us, the doubting, the believing, the wondering, and everything in between. On this podcast, you'll hear our pastor, Reverend Russell Clark, preach on how the expansive and generative love of God is seen through Jesus, the prophets, the early church, and the faith forebearers, and how this love helps us care for the world more deeply and faithfully. Sometimes it's messy and tough, but it is good news, and it is for you. What's up? What's up, Pete? I'm Russell. Rhymes with Noel, so it's easy to remember. Yeah, it's true what you heard. I was there when it happened. I was there when Jesus was born. You know, whoop de doo there was a baby. And I have to admit, like seriously, this was not what I was expecting at all. This little thing lying in a manger with all the rumors of the Messiah coming. I mean, seriously, I was like pretty, pretty, pretty excited, you know? I had just gotten married. I was a teenager then. I thought the time has come for all of our dreams to come true. I'm going to get that new wagon with the 19-inch wheels and the biggest, sturdiest donkey. And I'm going to get my wife some nice camel's hair perfume. It's going to be awesome. The Messiah? What? I mean, here? Come on. This Messiah is going to rule the world and have the greatest kingdom. And everyone is going to be taken care of. This Jesus, this king, is going to appear with a crown upon his head. And he will shine brighter than anybody else brighter than anything, and no one will be able to stop him. Jesus is going to get rid of all the sinners, the adulterers, the tax collectors, the sheep stealers. They're just ruining our society, and this Messiah is going to take over the world. No longer will I, I mean, we have to stay awake at night worrying about our sheep being stolen from under our noses because this Messiah is going to rid the world of sheep stealers once and for all. Pow, bam. Be gone, wicked ship stealers. This Messiah is bringing his wrath upon you. Oh, I couldn't wait. This Messiah is going to get everything straight once and for all, and there will finally be peace here on this earth. You know, no more. Russell, you know, about that day off, um, let's have you come into work and walk around with the sheep forever, okay? No, with the Messiah, everything's going to be like the Garden of Eden, baby, forever. Here on out. See, when the angels appeared to us and said, the Messiah is here, I thought, yes, this is it. Our king has finally arrived. I couldn't wait to meet him. I was going to shake his hand and introduce myself, and I knew that life is going to be so great. Then we traveled into Bethlehem, and I thought, at any moment, there's going to be a display of lights and colors. They're going to appear in trumpets or start blazing and possibly a parade of people would be coming soon. And it would be the greatest thing to happen since Moses talked to a bush that was on fire. You know, better than a burning bush? Come on. I couldn't wait. It was going to be the Messiah fire taking us higher. Oh, yeah. But nothing. No lights. No burning bush. Not even a burning weed. Just silence. The other shepherds and I made it to the dirtiest of sables. And I thought, how is this any different than my own home? We were surrounded by oxen and donkeys and sheep. You know, it didn't smell that pretty, I'll tell you that. 
It certainly didn't smell like a place fit for a king. Messiah? More like Messiah. The only thing extravagant was these three wise guys who came to visit us. But I don't know what those gifts were from them. You know, gold I get, but frankincense, myrrh for a baby? Okay, not so wise guys. But these wise guys arrived and bowed down quietly before this baby. You know, who is this child lying in a manger? On this silent night, this is Christ our King. We heard angels singing on high. For what? For this baby? This is not what we were expecting. He's harmless. He's just a small, innocent baby. This little bundle of joy is the king? I turned to my fellow shepherd buddy. I was like, are you sure we have the right place? You know, maybe the king party's next door. You know, let's keep searching. Maybe a few ends over. Yeah, I think I hear trumpets playing and drums beating. No way. I mean, we're not even in an inn. We're in a, what is this? Bruh, I mean, I know the king party has to be banging somewhere else. Are you sure? You know, how is this little baby the one who will change the world forever? How is this dirty little thing in a manger the one who is going to save my life? How is this little one going to reign as king? This baby was not what we were expecting. You know, I heard about Jesus as he grew up. They said that he would be so intrigued by the rabbis. When they spoke, his face just lit up by their teachings. And when he asked them questions, it was like he already knew the answers. He could join in the conversations with these rabbis at such a young age. I wish you could have seen him as a child. I had never seen a child who enjoyed time playing with his friends like Jesus did. And I had never seen a child who soaked up so much time studying and learning the scriptures like he did. He was majestic to watch Jesus spending time with his family. He would always respect his parents and he could always make them smile. His love for his parents was a bright light. You know, I often thought, Maybe, maybe he just isn't the Messiah, you know? I mean, he's living a great life, don't get me wrong, but maybe he isn't the one. Or maybe the Messiah prophecy is just a sham. I mean, the prophet Isaiah said, there was to be a descendant from Jesse and David that will bear much fruit. Jesus is a descendant from the same line as King David because of his father Joseph. I mean, this has to be something, right? I bet Jesus is just getting ready to do something awesome. You know, he's just getting things ready He's coming in easy, and then it'll be, bam, it's time to rule the world, baby. But how is peace going to come unless Jesus defeats all these wicked people? Why doesn't Jesus just become king of the world now? But Jesus didn't get rid of anything. You know, I, I heard about what happened. I wasn't there when he was crucified, but I saw him preach up on a hill once, and I had never seen someone so captivating. He could bring in a huge crowd to hear what he had to say. This baby had become a man, and this man, he preached about loving our enemies and not to worry because God will take care of us. And he would eat dinner with the very people we all thought he had come to destroy. He showed compassion on people that many of us ignore. This certainly wasn't what we were expecting. He said a lot of things about the Son of God leaving this earth to make all things new. I mean, was he the son of God? Did he come to this earth as God's child to make all things new? I mean, what did that mean? I just didn't get it. Then one of his greedy so-called disciples turned Jesus in for money. They took him before Pontius Pilate and the crowd cheered for them to crucify him. 
Crucify him. Crucify him. You know, I guess if you say you're God's son, people get upset about that. I mean, what did this Messiah do? He arrived in a dirty, lowly manger. He ate dinner with dirty sinners. He loved sheep that no one else did. He died a lowly death. For what? You know, there was no extravagant production with this Messiah. There was no destruction of the wicked. There was no kingdom party here on this earth. There was a baby, a baby born in a manger, a baby who became a man and died a horrible death. You know, I heard that to the end. He was saying things like, Father, forgive them, for they know not what they do. And Father, into your hands I commit my spirit. He even told this crook, Today you will be with me in paradise. To the end, he expressed this unconditional love. To the end, he showed this grace to everybody. To the end, he had this unwavering faith for his father. Was this the reason the baby came? Was this the son of man born to die? You know, this certainly was not what I was expecting. This wasn't what anyone could have predicted. But then a moment, a new day, these stories started flowing something I had never heard before, something unimaginable, something unthinkable, something impossible, the story of resurrection. When some women went to visit the tomb where Jesus was laying, he wasn't there. He had appeared to these women. He was alive. He had risen from the dead. He said to them, how foolish you are and how slow of heart to not believe all that the prophets had spoken. Did you not think the Christ, the Messiah, had to suffer all these things and then enter his glory? This was the Messiah. This was the king. This was the root of Jesse and David. This was the one who the prophets talked about. This was God's glory and love manifested. He was back. He did what no one could have ever expected. He had risen from the dead. This baby that I once saw, wow. I mean, I believe now he is the son of God. His kingdom is not of this earth. He didn't come to destroy the wicked. He came to show God's endless love for all of us. He died for us. He rose again to prove who he is. He is the one. He has made all things new. What a joy to the world. I just didn't get it. You know, I wonder, from the first breath that left his lips, did this baby know that he would be our Savior? From the first time that he opened his eyes, did he know that he would save this world forever? He changed our hearts. He showed us the greatest, unconditional, wonderful, expectation-shattering love. He surprised all of us. He was and is our Savior in a much different way than we ever expected. He saved us by giving of himself. Jesus didn't think that he was so high and mighty that he needed this parade of lights and a circus to welcome him. The Son of God humbled himself and became human. He became a servant for us to show us how to truly live and truly love. Jesus expressed purity and peace and love all the days of his life, and he died to expose the evil powers of this world, the powers that say, give me everything, give me what I want when I want it. He exposed my own selfishness. Jesus humbled himself despite the things that we've done to show that you don't have to be all that, to be all powerful, that real power is found in giving of yourselves in the name of love. He gave himself away for everyone he met. He humbled himself as an innocent, harmless, vulnerable baby. 
This baby show that you give, give it away to find it. Give your life away to find it. He said that once. I was there when this baby arrived. You know, now that I think about it, I wonder if the angels invited us, the shepherds, to be there when the Messiah was born as a sign that a greater shepherd than us was coming. Yeah. I mean, Jesus called himself the good shepherd once. You know, he sure knows how to take care of his sheep better than I ever would and better than I could have ever expected. You know, certainly better than any shepherding I would have done. This baby wasn't what we were expecting. This baby was so much more. The good shepherd. Huh. Thanks for listening to the Azel Christian Church podcast. Azel Christian Church exists to proclaim the gospel of Jesus Christ through meaningful liturgy during worship, a public witness through outreach in the community, the nurturing of the spiritual life of every age group, and the witness of each member through discipleship, baptism, and the sharing of resources. To support this podcast and the ministries of Azel Christian Church, visit azelchristianchurch.org. Here you can contribute through giving online or find our Venmo information. If you're looking for a church or simply want to talk to one of our ministers, contact us through our website and we will be in touch. Talk to you soon.